Call him Mary's baby. Somebody call him a rock. But I call him. this morning, so we'll go ahead and head to our offering. Welcome. Stop here. All right. Um, we will have welcome. I guess I would do that on this morning. Uh, we do want to welcome you to Ronald Seller Missionary Baptist Church. And, you know, I was saying at the, the, the end of your search for a friendly church. So this morning, those of you in Facebook land and all in radio land, we do want to welcome you to our service on this morning. All right. Now we can do our offering. All right, this time our trustee will be in charge of our offering. Thank you.
Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you just for you being so good to us. God, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to give back just a portion of what you have given to us. God, for your word says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And so, God, we ask right now that you bless this offering, God. Bless it tenfold, bless it a hundredfold. That may go out and do kingdom building work. That those that do not know you may get to know you in a more special way. We ask you to bless and thank you for these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. for being here this morning. We thank God to see each and every one of you. Just a few announcements. We know that we, Ronald Salem, has lost a good and faithful servant and the person of Deacon Nathaniel Nate Osmond. His homegoing celebration service will be here Wednesday at 11 o'clock. We also ask that you pray for uh, Deacon and Mrs. McClendon. Deacon McClendon has lost another relative and they will be the uh, funeral for that whole going celebration for that person will also be on Wednesday. So we ask that you pray for the um, McClendons, that they will have travel mercy and arrival grace. And we thank, ask you all to continue to pray for Sister Osby. She has great faith and great strength, but she still needs your prayer. So we ask that you pray that God will continue to strengthen her and that her faith will remain as strong as it's always been. We thank you, and we also want to thank you for your prayers and your solicitations and so forth for Pastor Horsley. He's improving each and every day, and we thank God for that also. Thank you so much, Sister Lisa. At this time, we have a Samana selection, after which I'll come back and give the word for the morning. As I reflect on Deacon Osby and some of the songs that he would sing in the male chorus and in the choir. Wherever he had a chance, he would sing. And one of these, one of the songs that he used to sing was very, very dear to my heart, and I could hear him singing it right now. So I'm going to try it. Y'all bear with me, please.
Yes, God is real. Um, Sister Lisa wanted me to announce that um, Sister Lola, in lieu of flowers and food, um, to please, if you would like to make a donation to the fire department, in lieu of flowers and food, um, if you would like, you can make a donation to the fire department. I will not tarry before you long on this morning. If you have your Bibles, if you turn with me to Lamentations 3, I'll be reading verses 21 through 24. Lamentations 3, Lamentations chapter 3, verses 21 through 24. And it reads, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning, great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I have, therefore I hope in him. Wanna talk a little bit about this morning, I know what it looks like. Again, I know what it looks like. Dear God, we thank you just for you being God by yourself. We thank you for you've been an awesome God, for you've been a wonderful God. God, we thank you that besides you there is none other. The somebody even said, I looked all over, couldn't find nobody greater, nobody greater than you. And for that, we say thank you, Jesus. God, it's preaching time. So, God, I recognize I cannot preach because you are the preacher and the teacher. So, God, I ask that you think with my mind and speak with my lips. Holy Spirit, grant me the grace to declare the truth of your word that lives may be saved and lives may be changed and souls may be saved god do this so you may get the glory in jesus name amen amen i know what it looks like i know you've heard more than once that 2020 has been a rough year however i want to suggest that even before 2020 life has a way of throwing a curveball that can literally knock you off your feet if you're like me as much as you want to always try to look at the bright side of things honestly it's hard sometimes as a matter of fact you want to always try to find the silver lining in a situation but the only thing you seem to find is defeat and despair maybe i'm the only one that have had a hard time trying to have a positive attitude about how things are going in my life even if i am the cause of my own reality you do know that sometimes we may be the reason for the things that we go through and it's good to know that it's in those times that, yes, God is merciful. Yes, God is gracious. Yes, God is kind. Yes, God is compassionate. But God is also just and God is righteous. So what do you do when your world gets flipped upside down? What do you do when your reality meets God's righteousness? What do you do when you don't know what to do? It's easy to say all you have to do is pray. It's easy to say, turn it over to the Lord. It's easy to say everything is going to be all right when it's not your reality. But what do you do when your reality looks like defeat and despair? What do you do when your reality is filled with heartache and headache? How do you encourage yourself when you know what it looks like? Because truth of the matter is nothing anyone says to you will make you feel any better. However, Jeremiah gives us some insight on how to deal with what it looks like when our reality is less than good, when our reality is a reality of dis despair. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, shows us how to respond when our reality looks hopeless. 
in order to appreciate the gravity of verses 22 through 24, you have to wrap your mind around how bad things were uh, for God's chosen people at that time. Chapter 1 describes the mourning over the conquest and fall of the city of Jerusalem and the kingdom of Judea in and it continues to chapter 2 where Jeremiah continues to relay the sad conditions of Jerusalem, the destruction of the city and the temple and all persons and things relative to them. Even in the beginning of chapter 3, Jeremiah gives a graphic description of the suffering that he had to endure. However, somehow in the midst of his despair, Jeremiah saw a ray of hope in all the sin and sorrow that surrounded him. When your reality is that of sorrow and grief, when your reality is that of despair and desolation, where in the world can you find consolation? Well, I found that there are two sources of consolation. There is internal consolation and there is external consolation. Internal consolation is when one is sure in his heart that he has a gracious God of whom he may expect a very good thing in difficulties and distress. But this consolation sometimes expire, as we see here is the case in the case of Jeremiah. Truth be told, even Jesus' internal consolations wavered when he declared, My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Uh, uh -huh. So what do you do when your internal consolation aspires? That's when you hold on to your external consolation. You have to, and, and that is the word of God. When all else fail, I can go to the word. When my internal consolation expires, I know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When my internal consolation expires, I know greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. When my internal consolation expires, I know I may be troubled on every side, yet not distressed, perplexed but not despair, persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed. When I know what it looks like, I know I've got something to hold on to, and that is the word of God. The first thing that Jeremiah did to tap into his external consolation is to simply remember. Like Jeremiah, when my reality looks grim, I remember the character of the God I serve. And I found that God may not always reveal why we go through that which we go through, but he will always reveal his character to us. Therefore, I remember the God I serve is loving and holy. I remember the God I serve is faithful and righteous. I remember the God I serve is powerful and mighty. I remember the God I serve is sovereign and just. I remember the God I serve is good and gracious. I remember the God I serve is forgiving and merciful. Jeremiah declared this, I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. And my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' love and his righteousness. Paul even says, now the God of hope fills you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in the hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. So no matter how bad it looks, I have hope. As a matter of fact, I know what it looks like, but I still have hope. It's in this hope that brings us to believe that that's where my peace and joy is. This peace and joy has now taken over in the midst of my reality. The Bible declares he will give you perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Therefore, I know what it looks like, but my mind is on Jesus. I know what my reality is, but my mind is on Jesus.
I, I, I know it still looks bad right now, but my mind is on Jesus. I know I'm still sick in my body, but my mind is on Jesus. And because I got my mind on him, I can recall how he made a way out of no way. Because I got my mind on Jesus, I can recall how he picked me up and turned me around. Because I got my mind on Jesus, I can recall how he healed my body one day. Because I got my mind on him, I still have hope. However deep, dark, and dangerous the circumstances of life are, we are told that the steadfast love of God never ceased towards us. As a matter of fact, the Bible declares that he have loved us with an everlasting love. And because he loves me, I know he'll take care of me. Because he loves me, I know everything's going to be all right. Because he loves me, I know after a while and by and by, I'm going to make it. In other words, I know what it looks like. But I also know I have a God, God's unfailing reassurance that his mercies and compassions are new every morning. This was one thing that Jeremiah remembered. He remembered that as beat down and defeated the children of Israel were that they were not yet completely consumed. There was still a remnant, and a remnant with a promise of restoration. And wherever God leaves life, he leaves hope. As a matter of fact, there is there were not just a remnant left, but a remnant with a promise that indicates that the God I serve is a God of mercy. Mercy is the Hebrew word used more than 250 times in the Old Testament refers to God's gracious love. It's a comprehensive term that encompasses love and, and, and grace and mercy and goodness and forgiveness and truth and compassion and faithfulness. Reflecting back has reminded Jeremiah of the love and care of the Lord. He realized the only reason he, he is not dead is because of the mercies of God. God never stops loving I don't know about you, but the only reason I'm still here on today, the only reason I'm still in my right mind, the only reason I'm not sleeping in my grave is because of the Lord's mercy. And in case you didn't know, mercy is not getting what I do deserve. Jeremiah put it this way. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Let me put it to you this way. Cancer could have taken me out, but mercy. The car accident should have killed me, but mercy. I should have been locked up, but mercy. And the good part about the Lord's mercy is that it's new every morning. How do you know this, Monte? Well, in fact, the very fact that I have breath in my body is proof that I have due mercies. The fact that the blood is still running warm in my body is a, is a proof that I have due mercies. The fact that I have the activities of my limb is proof that I have new mercies. The fact that I'm still in my right mind after all that I've been through is proof that I have new mercies. The fact that that fire could not consume me is proof that I have new mercies. Not only is his mercies new, but great is his faithfulness. All this made Jeremiah consider the great faithfulness of God that he never fails in sending his mercies. He never failed in sending his compassions. He never fails in sending his grace. Even in their catastrophe, God was faithful. I know I'm not the only one that can declare through it all, the God I serve is a faithful God. Through sickness, God is faithful. Through the valley, God 
God is faithful. In my mess, God is faithful. On my good days, God is faithful. On my bad days, God is faithful. Well, I don't know which way to turn. The God I serve is a faithful God. And every time I serve a faithful God, I lift up holy hands and say thank you. Because I serve a faithful God, I lift up holy hands uh, uh, for from the inner depths of his very being, Jeremiah was able to proclaim that Jehovah was his heritage. God was his portion and the Lord was his helper. And so despite the terrible circumstances through which he was going, despite his reality, despite what it looked like, Jeremiah declared the Lord is my portion. In other words, the Lord is all that I need. He is my Jehovah Rapha, so he's all that I need. He is my Jehovah Shalom, so he's all that I need. He's my Jehovah Nisi, so he's all that I need. He's my Jehovah Sikkanu, so he's all that I need. He's my Jehovah Jireh, so he's all that I need. I know what it looks like, but the Lord is all that I need. Therefore, I have hope in him. I don't have the hope in my degree, but my hope is in Jesus. I don't hope in my last name. My hope is in Jesus. I don't hope in how much money I have in the bank. My hope is in Jesus. I know what it looks like. Therefore, I have hope in the one that says he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I know what it looks like. Therefore, I have hope in the one that says he shall supply all my needs. I know what it looks like. Therefore, I have hope in the one that declares cast your cares on me for I care for you I know what it looks like therefore I have hope in the one that says that he looked beyond my faults to meet every one of my needs I know what it looks like therefore I have hope and since I have hope on this morning I came to simply encourage you I know what it looks like but hold on to God's unchanging hand I know what it looks like but hold on to God's word I know what it looks like but put your hope in Jesus and he will make everything all right Amen. Dear God, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you for reminding us that through your mercies we are not consumed. That you, great is your faithfulness. God, we thank you for you reminding us that even in this year, even all that we've gone through, even all that we're going through right now, God, that you are a faithful God. You are a just God. You are a righteous God. So continue to be with us and grant us your grace and your mercy, which are new every morning. And we'll give your name to honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So at this time, if there's someone on the side of my voice who do not know this Jesus that grants us new mercies every morning, now is your time as the musicians play softly give us a selection now is your time we do have deacons on the lot that can assist you i can assist you uh, we can just just now is your time i would not take it lightly we only there's a few days left in 2020 but who knows what those days will bring to us and we're just so grateful we have a god that is faithful and merciful and kind
on this morning. Let us go before the Lord as we close out in prayer and benediction. Dear God, we thank you again for your word, God. We thank you for this time in worship and an experience with you, God. We ask right now that you continue to be with us throughout the duration of this week and this day. God, a special blessing on Miss Lola, God. Continue to comfort her. Grant her the grace that only comes from you. Do those things for her which no one else can do but you. God has blessed this Lord of Salem church family. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling and present you falling before his throne with a city joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be both glory and majesty, dominion and power, his now and forevermore. And all the sense God did say, Amen. 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 Let the church sing. Amen.